Hey folks, so uh, due to my being dumb and accidentally deleting an episode before we saved it, uh, we lost another episode and we decided not to re-record because every time we do that it ends up sounding really canned and kind of boring. So I finished up the radio play and released it sooner than I thought I would, but I just want to say thanks to all the people who asked us questions for that episode. Uh, genius billionaire, playboy philanthropist, not a Karen, silly soft sock Sally, charcoal Chad, Romeo, Dorothy Decades, math nerds rule the world, and Doug. Uh, all your questions are lost. They're gone. They were great questions. Uh, we really can't do this show without you guys and your submitting of questions. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this radio play, and I hope you'll keep listening and submitting more questions for us to talk about. Hello there. Welcome to the Not Scholars Podcast, a podcast where we do a radio play written by me this one time. I'm Jake. I'm Bryce. I'm Matt. And I'm Caleb. This is the radio play episode recorded on March 11th, and we're talking about what you guys wanted us to. Yeah. Yeet. All right. Radio but what about I like that. pod cakes? Okay. What? Okay. So, Caleb is Motker. Mm-hmm. Carl mm-hmm. and King Bong. And he will now mm-hmm. indicate which voices he's going to use for each. No, I won't. You'll figure it out. Fine. I am the narrator. Mm-hmm. Bryce is Jimmy. That's me. And Matt is Marim. I forgot the name Marim for a second. Yep. It's breakfast time, Jimmy! You need food! I don't like food. I want fake pancakes. That's what I made! Then why did you say food? <laughs> Just come not eat, please. Fine. Jimmy rushes downstairs to get not food. He literally falls down the stairs like he does every morning on purpose. Jimmy is a reasonably boring and about five and a half feet tall with hazel eyes. Not pancakes are my favorite. Without another word, Jimmy got a backpack full of perfectly ripe bananas and dashed out of his home with a face full of not food. On the phone, Jimmy says, Hey, where are man? I got banana bag. We're at the treehouse, but we might go to the arcade soon. No, the arcade has never been the same since I ate you in my pizza. Fine then, be that way. Okay, be there soon. See ya. Jimmy hopped on his bike that was left on his front lawn and started biking. As Jimmy arrived at the treehouse, he heard a f- he heard familiar screams. What's going Matt, on up there? you need there? to scream, too. Screams continue, and Jimmy makes his way up the rope ladder. What the <laughs> hawk? Screaming in the background. 
Jimmy looks through the doorway to see an ostrich running in circles and weakly flapping its wings. After a few seconds of Jimmy watching confusingly and Carl and Marim freaking out in opposite corners. I'm freaking out! <laughs> wait, wait, back in. wait, why are you in the opposite corner? Come to this corner, it's better! The ostrich jumped out a painless window and disappeared from their lives forever. A few more seconds pass as the three kids stare at the window in complete confusion. Well, how do you like your ketchup milkshake? Smooth, yet chunky. Same here, but would you mind mixing a pear into mine? Sure thing, my guy. A blender starts and everyone is quiet until it stops. It looks delicious. A massive car-like crash sounds in the distance. Psh, deeper in the glass. woods. Glass. Tinkling. Scream. <laughs> dink, dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. Whoa. <laughs> what the heck was that? You changed the voice again. <laughs> I would never. I don't know, but we gotta check it out. Yeah, not even a question. The trio each take a turn falling about 10 feet from the treehouse, falling in just the right way where it looks like it hurts, but it doesn't. Ow! Oh, that looked like it hurt, but it didn't. Oh! it! <laughs> they then dash towards the sound they heard. Jimmy also grabs his bag full of bananas. <clears throat> As they approach the area of the sound's origin, they see a clearing where there is only grass, a potato tree, and an elevator that looks as if it were gently set there. Oh my hawk! Is this a real potato tree? I've only read about these in storybooks. They each stand in awe as they stare at the potato tree with a sense of satisfaction. Ooh, I'm so satisfied. This freak of nature is amazing. Gimme, 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 I'm gonna start the potato farm. <laughs> all, all three are now stuffing their faces with raw potatoes. Jimmy looks up. The raw potatoes. Did you guys see the elevator over there? Carl says with potato chunks in his mouth. Well, yeah, but... We saw the potatoes and we just had to have some. Well, should should we check out the elevator? Well, yeah, just after the potatoes. Let's shove it all in that banana bag. Whoa, I like bananas and potatoes, but all in one bag? This is the best idea yet. Carl eats a few bananas to fit some tree potatoes into the banana bag. They then stand up and walk towards the elevator door. Jimmy, I dare you to press the open door button. All right, but only if you talk with an accent for the next three hours. Ding! Goes the open door button. Oh, not ding! Take that ding back. What accent do you want? If it's Irish, then the deal's off. Wales. Dual Wales accent. Okay, Wales it is. Easy. Is that your Wales accent? It, it sounds more Australian. You, what? That's not Wales. Do All you right, know what well, Wales the is? The thing I got is Australian. Marim is now practicing his accent, and Jimmy is approaching the elevator button with Carl close behind. Accent noises in the background. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy presses the elevator open button, and it opens like a usual elevator does. Carl jumps into the surprisingly clean elevator. Whoa. Guys, get in here. You changed it again. <laughs> Jimmy and Marim follow Carl inside. Carl is pointing at the only labeled button inside the elevator. This button has a capital M on it. And as soon as everyone's in... Mom! I'm so bad with Mom, the type right Mom, what are you doing here? Oh, it said everyone was in. I thought 
I, I, I'll just leave now. Carl is pointing at the only labeled button inside the elevator. This button has a capital M on it. I thought it was M for mom. E- everyone was in. Carl pressed the button. The elevator suddenly shot straight up into the clouds. Uh, oh. <laughs> Carl's dying, apparently. Carl, what's going on? Marin threw up potato chunks, which are now being soaked up by his shirt. The elevator stops hard and unexpected, causing each of them to be flung into the ceiling of the seemingly indestructible elevator. The elevator door opens casually. Jake, I tried. Jimmy stands up and helps Carl and Marim up. What the hawk? The three look outside to see that they are on the clouds. Jimmy pushes Marim onto the soft yet solid surface. Yeah. Hey, what the hawk, mate? You're Jimmy. not dead, are you? You're not dead, are you? He's alive. Let's keep going. What do you guys think this place is anyways? Uh, I think this is where we're supposed to fix your stinking voice! <laughs> they are on the cloud ground now, squinting because of all the light. Well, I say we walk straight away that way. He points in a random direction. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. They walk in the random direction for five minutes, then come upon a casual wooden door with no window. There's nothing behind or near the door. Marim twists the doorknob, and right when the doorknob gets to a stopping point, it begins to fall towards them. Oh no, they- the doorknob's falling towards us! Grenade! Ah, the doorknob! They run a few feet to escape the doorknob. They escape unharmed and turn around to see a door frame where the door was. The door frame shows a different room than what was behind it. I know I've said it a lot, but what the hog? Carl jumps through the door frame. Oh, he does? (laughs) (laughs) I jumped through the door, guys. Whoa. Guys. It's a... It's a throne room with a massive monkey statue on the throne. Really? And he's got sunglasses. Who dares call me a statue? What's going on here, mate? I am the lord of all monkeys, big and small. Now who dareth disturbeth meeth? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the one they call Sir Carl, and these are my colleagues, Madame Jimmy and Sir Marim Excuse Jim. Excuse me. <laughs> And who calls you Sir Carl? Because I don't call him that. Marim, do you call him that? Yeah, he does. Well, it's Dr. Sir Carl to you. you Why have you come to me this day? This is not a good time. I am trying to destroy the Earth. Wait, 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 wait. Destroy Earth? You heard correct. You have good ears. Oh. My banana delivery guy quit. And I... We'll destroy all the bananas! Wait, what? And the earth! If I were here to give you a bag full of bananas and a few potatoes... What is this potato you speak of? Jimmy pulls a potato from his banana potato bag and throws it to the Lord of Monkeys. Oh my! So flavorless, yet also... crunchy and nutritious and healthy. And delicious to my monkey tongue. 
Where did you find these delicacies? They came from the all-natural potato tree, my monkey lord. So delicious! Would you three mind delivering potatoes to me every day just before noon? It would be an honor. Now hang on. So it is settled then. Thank very much. You three have saved a bunch of meaningless human lives. We will leave. We will leave you now and return tomorrow before noon. Jimmy, Carl, and Marim spend each day of the rest of their lives saving the human race by taking potatoes from the potato tree to the monkey lord. Next time you see any one of these names, thank them for their monkey business. Ha ha. Darn dootin'. Cause monkeys. Is just like slowly <laughs> evolving. It's deteriorating. It's the same accent every time. False. No change. If, if you took to a sound clip the from the beginning and one from the end, totally different. You wouldn't tell the difference. Trust me.